It is Thursday, September 10th, 2020, and this is episode 94 of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. Welcome to a Thursday episode of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. I'm Zach Rubenstein. There are a couple episodes out now about the NFL. Uh, I did a deep look at the Cardinals with Dylan, um, and then Dylan and Charlie and I sat down and we looked at the NFL as a whole. Um, Both of them should be out by now. They believe they came out last night. Um, This is obviously Thursday's episode of the World of Sports podcast and radio show, short episode edition. Those uh, were regular length editions, um, both significantly longer than the 20 minutes or so that these are, 10 10 to 20. Um... But this is an episode I believe I've teased for a bit, and I'm going to come back on it now uh, and and hit it now because there's some news that actually directly affect this instead of my regular uh, speculation. So I have said for a while that this is going, this pandemic, I don't know if I've said it on this, on, on my, on the short episodes, but this pandemic is going to affect the salary cap um, of, of, of professional sports leagues. Um, and I, I've talked about how the NFL has not stopped giving out massive contracts despite that. Um, and they've con- they continued well through, well, I mean, last weekend, there were a lot of big contracts given out. Uh, the Cardinals gave out one to DeAndre Hopkins on Monday, I believe. So this is clearly not something the NFL is worried about. But word came out today that the NBA draft has been pushed back to November 18th. They're not sure when the season is supposed to be. Now, the draft was supposed to be about October 18th, and they were looking at a December 1st start date. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I've postured about maybe a Christmas start date. I don't know if that's going to happen. To be honest, it's kind of up in the air. And you might say, well, why is that? Um, And what does this have to do with the salary cap? Well, let me back up a little bit. Let me explain what the salary cap is in the NBA and how it works, because it's a little bit different than other sports. Um, In the NBA, there's something called revenue sharing. Right. Let, let's say let's let's use one dollar for example. For every dollar that comes into the NBA, uh, it's it's gathered up all together. Um, so no matter which team it comes from, it goes into the same pot, and that dollar is actually split. And it's split at first two ways. It's split just out just off center to fifty one forty nine. Split fifty one percent and forty nine percent parts. The forty nine percent parts. So 49% of the part goes into a pot, and the 51% goes into another pot. The 51% is then divided up amongst the owners, and the 49% is then divided up 30 ways into essentially allotted salary per year. So it actually ends up going to the owners, but it's, it's meant for allotted salary. That money has to be used for salary for players. This money is counted. And the league actually kind of publicly says how much money they got um, in in each part. And you can kind of figure it out from there. The other thing the league does is they put out what's called a salary cap. Now, in reality, it's not actually the cap that you would think of. So the NFL, for example, there is an X amount of money you can spend on every player on your team and you can't go more than that. Well, the NBA used to have that rule and they kind of do. Um, but they've pretty much abolished it. And what's, it's now what's called a soft cap. And that's what that money is meant to represent. You can spend 
well, let's use the actual number of 109 million on your team every single year. If you go over that 109 million, you can you can continue to pay players, but you have to pay what's called a luxury tax, um, and that is essentially a tax um, of a certain amount of money for each dollar you spend over the 109 million, and it goes up and up and up. Um, baseball also has this, by the way. Baseball doesn't even have a salary cap. They just have a point at which the luxury tax kicks in. And the intention of a luxury tax is so that it's just not worth it. Um, For example, a luxury tax in the NBA at some point might be for every dollar you spend on a player, you have to pay $3 to the league. So you're spending $4 to to pay a player one. And that becomes financially difficult because if you're paying a guy $4 million and you have to spend $20 million to sign him, that's not worth it. No team is going to do that. In baseball, they kind of do. They just don't really care about it. Um, they do it until it's kind of financially crippling and then they stop. But basketball, they really don't like to go there. They try to stay around the cap. Um, the good teams or the teams that are really close or the teams that just need or care more about a championship than money for a couple of years will throw in a couple extra dollars here and there um, and run over the salary and run over the, the soft cap. And that money is reevaluated every year. And that fifty-one forty-nine breakdown is brought is is made up of the collective bargaining agreement between the players and the owners, and it almost always goes up. In fact, it always goes up. For for the sake of this radio show, it basically always goes up. There's always more money coming into the league than the year before. Um, inflation plays a role, so it always goes up, and they they come out with a new number every year, and that's how much teams can start spending. In some years, it's off a little bit. Some years, it's not. It's a little bit. It's more normal. In 2016, it went up a ton because they had just signed, I think, a massive TV deal, and so there were players that got really large contracts that didn't deserve it, and it actually messed with the cap for a little bit after that because it, it made teams' financial difficulties kind of hard. Um, it normally doesn't jump too much, but it can, and that was what happened in 2016. Um, there is a bottom amount you have to spend. So the the top number might be 109 or just about 110 million. The bottom number might be, I don't know, 80 million or something like that. It's it's an amount you absolutely have to spend in a year. That way, players make sure they get their about 49% of the money that they are owed. So that's kind of the breakdown of the way things normally work. And to be honest, I don't even know that it's even discussed, but it might be quickly with a phone call between Chris Paul and, and Adam Silver and a couple lawyers um, it's worked out very easily. But a global pandemic changes things. And basketball is the latest example of this, but they're not the only ones. Um, mind you, the baseball had a whole different problem with this that I'll get into in a second. Basketball is looking at their situation now and they're saying, well, we're not going to have the same amount of money coming in because we're not checking people at the ticket revenue. Some of the, you know, we're not getting the ticket revenue from people coming in the doors. We had eight teams that didn't play in the restart, so they didn't even hit their 70-game number to validate their, their local television contract deals. So, essentially, we're not going to be bringing in the cash that we were. They may not even bring in the, 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 the same amount they did last year. And so what they're actually having to do is negotiate and talk about what is the cap room going to look like, what does that mean for the current players that are coming up under contract, that you know are finishing up their contracts and are about to be free agents, and what does that mean for the league? And 
this is a complicated situation that I do not have the answers to. But one of the things that I've talked about with Charlie for a while is, as a Bucks fan, and with a team as a team with a superstar that's about to be a free agent, this creates kind of an interesting scenario. Because what you are likely to see is a situation in which players will be signing contracts that are lower than you would expect for at least a couple of years. Um, probably two would be the number. At this offseason and then after next offseason. So two offseasons. And then, assuming the pandemic ends, which it should, and assuming everything returns to normal, you're going to get a huge bump in the salary cap after that. Because it will start to rebound and go back up the way it normally does. It's normally about $10 million a year or so. So you might get a situation where you can sign someone for cheap or not as much as maybe you would if without a pandemic and then have the flexibility to fill out your roster with a little more money between your current situation and the hard cap because you have a star and less money. So for example... In the current situation, Giannis may be only eligible to sign a $45 million deal in is not this offseason, but next offseason when his contract comes up. He may be only able to sign a $45 million deal. And because of that, when the salary cap does go up, they would have, let's say, more money. Let's say normally he would be able to sign a $50 million deal. Well, that's $5 million you now get to spend. Uh, 45, I'm talking about per year, by the way. When I say 45 and 50, I mean per year. You now get an extra $5 million a year you get to spend on somebody else. And in, in the NBA, that can be the difference between a championship and not. Because it can be a role play that you get that you need. And you can fill out your roster and totally succeed at stopping that one player or getting that one shooter. And it can make a whole difference. And that's huge. So I've talked to Charlie and talked about how great it is. Um, And Charlie came back with a point today that's very interesting, which is maybe these players won't take the the Supermax deal, which is about a four-year contract extension. Um, Usually it's going to be in the 40s of millions of dollars. Maybe they'll do something else. So if you don't know what a Supermax is, a Supermax is a certain amount of money that only the team you're on can offer you. And it's for stars that are labeled as such after, I think, their... Like second contract up. So you have a rookie deal and you have another contract um, as a restricted free agent. Then you get a Supermax. Well, you don't actually have to take a Supermax. A Supermax is meant for you to stay with your own team. It's meant to keep kind of team building through stars by essentially being able to let your current team offer you more money than everybody else. But you don't have to take it. LeBron James didn't take a Supermax in 2010 when he went to Miami. Um, it's, so it's not unheard of for teams not for for players not to do it. But Giannis, and, and there, by the way, there's no reason to think Giannis will leave the Bucks. But what he could do is say, you know what, I want 50 million per year, and I don't want to sign the supermax now. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to sign a two-year deal with an opt-out after the first year, and in 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 one year, I can reevaluate the situation. And what most players do, by the way, this is not, he would not be the first one to do this. LeBron James has done this for a while in Cleveland when he was trying to win a championship. Kawhi Leonard did it in Toronto, I believe. Uh, he's doing it currently in LA. What they do is they say, you know what, I'm going to play a year and then I'm going to see what's going on. And then I'm going to usually opt out 
and just redo the contract. You can get a little bit more when you do it again. But it also allows you to move around if you decide you want to. If a team comes together that you want to be a part of, um, if something happens with your team or your management, if they fire a coach you like, something like that, you can bring together a team. So that's the big news in the NBA. What effect will it have on the co- on the contracts of players coming up, both stars and the not stars? By the way, don't have the ability to do what Giannis is doing and say I want to I want to wait a year or I don't want to wait a year or I want to go a two and a two year with an opt out. Right? There are other players that don't have that luxury. So that's what they're figuring out right now, and that's the big NBA news. But the other problem they could hit is the uh, is the MLB situation. The MLB situation came about in which the in which they had uh, a problem where they their owners decided that they didn't want to pay their full contracts. Right, everything I'm saying inc- assumes that the end of that the NBA is going to play pay at least a percentage of what you're owed full what's called um, full prorated salaries. Now the problem in baseball was that when the owners and players met to discuss a possible season. The owners weren't even willing to offer the players the full amount of money proportional to the number of games they played, um, which caused a whole problem. And to be honest, baseball kind of solved it for one year, but not really. It's it's kind of a longer-term issue. Um, there might be a baseball lockout in the near future because of, of some of this stuff. Probably not directly because of this, but not having contract agreements that are successful quickly don't help. It definitely sows a lot of distrust. And meanwhile, you have the NFL continuing kind of as usual on this, which is interesting. And that's why it's interesting. Now, overall, across the board, the contract levels are going to go down. Baseball may not have full prorated salaries, though I, I doubt they, they fight on that and and lose. But the alternative is there's just no baseball season. And that could very well happen. So for me... At least this is a very interesting part of sports because the on-field product is so dependent on the result of these contracts. Anyway, thank you for listening, and hopefully you enjoy the other two episodes that are going to be out. Uh, they're, they're regular length edition, not a short episode edition. And I will see you tomorrow for a Friday episode of the World of Sports podcast and radio show short episode edition.